I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hey guys, Trina here. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Session. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, it's me and this is Kelly. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to chat about a 2022 trend that we have seen pop up a few times. um, And it's about sustainable weddings. So Kelly, why don't you explain to us what that means? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we mentioned this actually in episode 60, um, uh, or trends for 2022. And I thought we could maybe like kind of flesh this out a little bit more. Cause I think this is something that couples, um, I think are a little bit being a little bit more mindful of, and I think it's something that's going to be a little bit more trendy. I think it is definitely becoming more of a focus for events in general, uh, for those of you that have never held an event before, never done a kid's birthday before, never had a sleepover before, you don't know how much waste goes into it. <laughs> there's just, there's just mm-hmm. it's a lot of so stuff. Much. So much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of wrappers. There's a lot of Coke cans everywhere. There's a lot of just leaves and crap everywhere. And so I think, um, I think people as they're, um, the, Things that are out there, the resources that are out there, I think are are allowing us to be a little bit more, it's becoming more accessible to be sustainable in how we host our events and stuff like that. So I thought I would break down some examples of like, what is a sustainable wedding? Because some people are like, what does that mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. recycle my groom. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's not how it works. No, not how it works. not. <laughs> So let's start with what qualifies uh, as a sustainable wedding, in our opinion. Now, you don't have to have the most sustainable wedding that the green god herself has blessed you with. (laughs) We're just saying that there are certain ways that you can make your wedding more sustainable by being mindful of the choices that you make in your planning process. So let's start with an overall idea of that you want to reduce the amount of waste that you're outputting when you are um, planning the wedding at the wedding. And then after, because, you know, we've seen it over a long time that there's a ton, a ton of waste from events and weddings. Oh, it's just, you it's know, so how it crazy. Is. It's so yeah, crazy. The food waste alone, I think is mind-blowing. It's, it's <laughs> yes. absolutely mind-blowing. Yes. Um, so, in that retrospect, we, uh, you can maybe ask your caterer or confirm with your catering that how they get rid of their food waste. So do they compost it? Do the staff get to have access to some of the leftovers? Can we take it home? I would be cautious about the taking it home one because I don't think legally in BC or by like the food waste, uh, the food service. BC Health. 
BC Health, that's it, yeah. They, um, they <laughs> don't encourage coastal it. Health, coastal <laughs> Health, Coastal Health is what, they have a kind of a big no-no about, um, you know, taking food home because, you know, you think like, hey, like, okay, there's this buffet and I paid, you know, 90 bucks a head. Why can't I take mm-hmm. the food home? Well, what's been happening is that people take the food home and they freeze it and then they eat it a week later and then they're sick weird right <laughs> weird <laughs> so they say like oh we got food poisoning from the wedding it's like no you no you didn't a <laughs> week old you nasty ass bitch so true yeah if you're gonna be taking food home you gotta sneak it out and you can't blame anybody to get sick but yeah regardless of that so you want to ask like how is the food waste where is it going um yes just be mindful about where that kind of goes, right? Oh, if it goes man. in the garbage, that's really shitty, right? But that if it sucks. goes in the compost, yeah. I, re- right? I remember when I first started working at the butler and it was – it you know, you try to keep your portions down or at least modest yeah. as much as you can. Cause the trick is you want to have enough food for everybody so that nobody is hungry, but also like don't make excessive amount of foods. Cause then you're throwing a lot of it away. And I remember the first couple events we did, we had, we had excessive amount of food left over and we ended up having to throw it out. And I was like in tears throwing out these bowls of salad. I'm like, what a freaking waste of food, you know? And so, and, and they were, they would compost, like we were composting a lot of food, thankfully, but at the same time, I was like, oh my goodness, like that's, ah, this is so frustrating. So events in general, there's, there's just a lot of food waste. So yes. Yeah. yeah, Just making sure that they're returning it back to nature. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next one is, uh, you know, recycling your paper, your plastic wrappings, anything like that, just making sure they kind of go in the blue, the blue bin or the, the green bin or the black bin, depending on if you live in suburbia, you know what that means. Um, but, um, But making sure that there's at least like a, like an area somewhere where you're making sure that you're recycling all of these items as much as you can. I've done a lot of conferences where there is an ungodly amount of paper and plastic and padding for all of your, you know, your swag that comes in. Well, everything is all individually wrapped in all these tiny little things within boxes, within boxes on a giant crate of crap. And so there's a, there's just a- you sound like the Grinch, like papers and boxes. And bags. <laughs> hate, 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 <laughs> So we, so we feel about garbage. All the garbage. Garbage everywhere. <laughs> there is just there's just a lot. It's a it's a crazy amount of stuff. And unless you've unless you've done it, you don't know because it's all behind the scenes. So if you can do your best to be recycling the paper as much as you can. Um, same with like bubble wrap and stuff. Like I just got the best Christmas gift ever. If you follow my social media, you would have seen that I got my official throne for my office. I love it. Yeah. And yeah. um the box is officially big enough to fit Kelly inside just in case you're wondering it's a whole thing <laughs> I always like to see if I can fit in boxes don't ask yes. me why um, if it fits I sit yeah if it fits I sit okay yeah. but it had it had bubble wrap it had boxes like cardboard pieces within and like all this sort of stuff and I was like how can I reuse as much as I can and so I tried to pull apart and the rest of the plastic like I just kind of the soft stuff I had to kind of recycle it but when Mm -hmm. you think of how much you go through it's it's an ungodly amount so you know just try and be a little bit mindful about about that and making sure that you are vendors that's really what it comes down to is just communicating that to your vendors and being like hey guys let's just try and be a little bit you know be cool (laughs) I would like to um, put a side note to this topic. Uh, so I just opened and put together this photo gallery in my house that I've been trying to get done for a while. Yeah. And I've had this Amazon box of frames in my cupboard for, I'd say like two months, but I finally 
opened it and pulled the frames out. Each frame is 12 by 12 mm -hmm. and it came in a perfectly wrapped bubble wrap each frame. So right. I actually have those 12 bubble wrap packages. They're like perfect little bags yep. aside for you, for your stuff. So Yay! yeah, I was like, oh, I can't throw these out. They're perfect bubble wrap bags. Like they're perfect for vases and they're random perfect. stuff. Yep. So yeah. So uh, Merry Christmas, I guess. Thank <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's like honestly the best gift. <laughs> I know. I know you would like it. Yeah, I know. Because I've seen them in like paper and, you know, towels. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, these are perfect. I'm like, oh, I know who will want these. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what it means to be an adult is when you come across a very good box. You're gonna it keep is. that. You're gonna keep that bitch for always, forever, forever. Yeah, forever's like, a good oh, box. I could put all things my in memories it. from my childhood are in like a shoebox <laughs> that I've had from Sorel for years. Oh my <laughs> like, god, that's yes. so funny. So funny. We've been recycling so since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. Last I know, well, maybe not, but uh, I definitely saw this meme that I think like resonated with me, and I think you too. Is that like both of our moms are not from here, so we always say like sustainability used to be like a poor person thing or like an immigrant. <laughs> like my mom's been using basal tubs for storage for years, forever, forever, for years. Okay. Yeah, Seriously. I didn't know if I was opening basal or if I was getting leftover chili. Like I didn't know. I knew by the weight if I shook it a little bit. Yes, but, you know, like, so yeah. true. Oh my gosh, that's you know what it was more like yeah. it was more like whenever I go to Nanny and Vivo, it's like my grandparents, and that's yes. usually what it was. Or like the shortbread, you never know the if that's like a, is that a is that a sewing kit, kit or is it shortbread yeah. cookies? I just don't know. <laughs> and now it's like vintage; they sell that shit for a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what the rich people get now. It's like, oh, this is a thing now. Like, no, this was a thing in the eighties. Like, exactly. I remember this. Yeah, exactly. Right. What I'm saying. So, if yeah. you hold on to it long enough, <laughs> you could make money on it. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. The, the original recyclers of our totally. day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so another, oh, sorry, we'll get back. Is that well, another way to, back. Uh, yes, is to reduce less waste is you can reuse your florals. So we suggest this all the time. It's something that we always, always say, there's no point paying for a flower at the ceremony that you're going to use for 20 minutes. You know, it's great for photos, but there are ways that you can repurpose flowers and florists are pretty creative in finding ways to do this along with you. Um, mm. We say if, you know, there's a, a arch garland, perhaps, well, the garland can move to the head table or the two large pieces beside you that frame you at the ceremony can be moved to mm -hmm. um, maybe your welcome table and your gift table. There are just, you can repurpose the flowers. So just have that in mind when you're mm -hmm. designing it. So you're saying I'm paying, you know, 500 bucks for the ceremony flowers, but they're also going to go to my reception. Exactly. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. I, they yeah, can be I repurposed. Think yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's such an efficient way to use to, to maximize your budget, but also to be reusing the items too. So, I mean, uh, we love using fresh florals. I think it's just so impactful, but it is not necessarily the cheapest element of your decor, but it does really, really bring the whole vibe together. And so, yeah, if you can be reusing your items as much as you can, like the floral specifically, we, you know, I think it's, it's just, it's just good business. <laughs> just good stuff. Yes. Just good stuff. Yep. Um, the next one is kind of going back a little bit to the recycling of the plastic and whatnot, but it's actually more just avoiding plastic in general. So let me paint you a picture. You're having a ceremony. You're having a ceremony outside. It's a beautiful day out. You're maybe in a tent. Maybe you're in a field. Who the heck knows? It is an absolute scorcher and you're like, I need water ASAP. Well, water. don't worry. I went to Costco and I got a flat of bottles of water and they're in these, they're in on ice in containers. Great. That's amazing. People have taken off with their bottles. Yeah. As soon as the ceremony's finished, 
Then you take all the chairs away and you look back and you're like, there are a whole bunch of little dead soldiers all in the grass. They're half used. There's just yeah. a whole bunch of bottles everywhere. And then you've got to recycle them. Like, oh my gosh, it just seems like such a, not only is oh, it a you waste can't of- see them, you can hear them. You can hear them because they go crinkle, crunch, crinkle, crunch, crinkle, crunch. crinkle, 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 crinkle. So annoying. Yes. So frustrating. And now you're holding it like in your arms. Like, oh, okay. so bad. I usually yeah. just end up like, I because they're only half used anyway. So I just end up having always. to like open them and just water the grass. So it's just yeah. like this little slip slide on my way back to the friggin' reception area there. But I think yeah. if, I think if having a water station is incredibly important, regardless mm-hmm. of where you are, where, when, what time of year it is, like, it's just really important to have, I think. Um, but you can use glass cups instead. Yeah. I mean, that I think is the most efficient way to use it. You can certainly, um, if you have enough, uh, you know, have enough that are there, you can have the beverage dispensers and you can have like infused water, mm-hmm. the bougie water, we always like to call it, where you can have some lemon and cucumber and all that good fun stuff in there. Um, you can have punch, you can have, you know, iced tea, whatever you want to have in there, any sort of, any sort of, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I think it's really, really important to be using, what's that? Hurt your thirst, whatever. Hurt, exactly. Quench your thirst. Yeah. Quench your thirst, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I think if anything, using glass cups versus plastic cups or using mm-hmm. plastic bottles for your water bottles, I think is just, um, it's just a little bit more efficient. And then you wash the cups after and then you have them again. So it yeah. seems like a no brainer. And, but it, I, I appreciate the ease of those water bottles. But when you think about how many people there are at that wedding, if there's a hundred people times how many water bottles they've used throughout that entire mm-hmm. wedding, you're going yeah. through flats and flats of water. Like that's, that's like the commercial. Yeah. What was the, is it the Brita commercial where the girl comes in from the run yes. and she's like waiting, in the through, waiting yeah. through the bottles of water in the kitchen so she can open up her fridge to get another bottle of water out so she can yeah. drink after her run. It's like, Oh my God. And yet <laughs> here we are. <laughs> it's too much. Yes. Too much. Uh, yeah. Now, Entire need if you, if you're kind of trying to save on rentals and you mm-hmm. do want to do a water station, we have seen clear plastic cups go to a water station. And in BC specifically, you need to look at the bottom of the cup and it needs to say a one or a two because that is accepted into the recycling um, program. Yeah, program like the they'll take them away. It's anything three and over. It's a different kind of category, but you're looking for number one or two, and that is mm. a recyclable. Um, way to tell so that's oh. how you can define it yes <laughs> the more you know <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It usually has like the little arrow the recycling arrow around mm-hmm. it but it's one and two are, and are two. very specifically. yeah oh. the three and above it's something to do with like the coffee cups I think are like a five or something like that I just always look for one and two so you got to look for that on the bottom so of the cup smart. if you want to go that way and then have a bin dedicated to that recycling content, right? Because right. yes, absolutely. The garbage, right? So you just be like cups and cans here, however that may yes. look. So yes, you I need to it. label it, make it Such blue. Such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so cool. People will put their garbage away if they know where to put it, right? No, all you got to do is direct them. They're a little bit mm-hmm. like children. They're a lot like children. Yeah. Just yeah. To show them where to do it and they'll do it. <laughs> Think of wedding guests like toddlers, okay? Literally, <laughs> you over explain it neon signs whatever you got to do get it there but yes yeah it's so funny yeah it's so funny um so the next kind of overarching kind of umbrella of stuff that we thought applies to what a sustainable wedding is is this whole and I I didn't know how to describe it and so I just wrote the 100 mile diet but for weddings (laughs) (laughs) if anybody knows what the 100 mile diet is it's quite literally how it sounds where basically you're trying to eat within your geographical zone so that you're not using carbon um you know you're trying to eliminate your carbon footprint as much as possible so um with the idea of that being you know trying to use local vendors 
as possible. Um, it's a little tricky if you're doing like a destination wedding, for example, if some of your vendors are coming from out of town, they may have to like fly in. But generally speaking, if you can try and get some vendors that are like as close to your area as possible, um, not only are you supporting local businesses, but you're also eliminating eliminating traffic jams, <laughs> eliminating a lot of things like that. So I think if you can go local with your vendors as much as possible, I think it's just, it's kind of a smart thing. And it's, it's a, you know, it's, I like, I like the idea of being able to do that. So. Uh, so another way to encourage, I guess, a hundred mile diet, but for weddings <laughs> is that you want to go with the in-season menu. Um, this is mostly pertaining to like, vegetables I would say <laughs> you know yeah. um kind of produce so perhaps um sometimes strawberries are really in season in the summertime so you may want to consider like a strawberry based you know salad or something like that so just talk to your caterer and your uh, whoever you've kind of chosen and say like what's in season that is gonna be delicious but also um not gonna cost an arm and a leg I do know uh, that UBC Farm, I think, specifically caters their menus based on what is growing in their garden in that season. Cool. So that is like, that's like 10 foot diet, right? <laughs> so you're that's getting so stuff. cool. Yeah, it was um, like, that's a really cool kind of feature. And a lot of people that do get married um, in that space are going there because of the sustainability and the, mm-hmm. and the local offerings that the land has to offer. So yeah, look right in season menu. Like what's available yeah that's so cool yeah and even depending on where you end up going to like if you I mean you were talking about produce but you can even think of like proteins as well so if you're looking at doing like a fish course for example or fish entree then like what's what's in season for for the fish what's local to the area as well so then that way you're not like shipping in Atlantic (laughs) monster for like who the fuck gets Atlantic salmon? We live in British Columbia. We are known for our salmon. And Dude, the- it's not really salmon though. Like from there's no such thing it's as like not. Atlantic salmon. It's not no. salmon. Like so silly. sorry not to be like a salmon snob or anything, but like it's salmon actually, snob. Not yes. actually salmon. Well, whatever. <laughs> okay, world. <laughs> if you want to do that, yeah, thanks. It's lobster. That's what that is. Atlantic whatever. salmon, lobster. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. It's like it's like Atlantic lobster. I'm like you just ship that across Canada right. so that we could have it like it's such a it's a luxury to have but you know if you're really really being mindful about like what you're eating around you then mm-hmm. then you're like I'm gonna have um clams like off of uh off the the Vancouver Island or something or I'm gonna you know I want to do something that's a little bit you know closer to home or what we're known for We've got some incredible food that we're known for so yes that's do you think I could name it off the top of my head of course not um, well I mean like uh, one that came to mind is at the salt spring coffee that's a pretty easy one it's literally from BC there's marketing yeah. or um kicking horse coffee is also a local guy too um you know yeah we have lots we have lots of delicious food for Fraser Valley Chick- so far you just named you just named two coffees two coffees <laughs> do you want coffee Tarina do you have that on your mind no I just those are the ones that kind of came to mind um <laughs> Right about like you know the, the salt spring also has like the mussels and the clams that are very easily mm-hmm. found at, like your yeah. local um, suppliers. So just you know talk to your vendors and see what they got. Maybe not us. We we talk to the vendors for you. But <laughs> we'll just suggest coffee for you because that's yes. literally what we sustain by. <laughs> that's yeah. all we eat. And I think good. donuts are always in season, so it doesn't matter what. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know what's really local? Lee's donuts. <laughs> yeah. 
And you know what's super sustainable is that not only do they have a location in Granville Island, they have a pop-up in Langley. So Langleyites, you don't have to go to Vancouver. Stay in your neighborhood. I came across that and I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Willowbrook elevated when they got Liggies. I'm so excited for that pop-up. Okay, however, so I totally had a donut from there, right? Now, here is my problem. I think because we do so many weddings at Dockside, and you and I always suggest the Lee's Donuts, we literally get the donuts for the like the weddings at Dockside off the rack. <laughs> so the fact that like I've put that particular type of donut in my mouth minutes from it coming off the rack, mm-hmm. I had the one at Willowbrook, and it was not the same. I don't think it was dry. I just don't think it was comparable to that freshness. Do you know what I think it was though? Maybe it's because it didn't smell like the sea salt because you're not on Granville Island and yes. you're not chasing a seagull away because he's yeah. about to eat your donut. So there could be just a few. It's just your son you're trying to shoo away. It just be a whole thing. Yeah. It's so, the ambiance. But I did notice that at Willowbrook. I was like, huh, this is not made a minute ago. This was made this morning in, <laughs> in Granville Island and then it was shipped here. Like obviously that's how they it do was. it. And you know, they might not know any different, but now I've been spoiled. So I don't even understand. <laughs> I think we're just spoiled. Like, did you make that a second ago? Great, I'll take twelve dozen of them. It's for a yeah. I have to say, yeah, I have to say, we are very spoiled in them in the um, working as planners and and just in some of the menus that we've been able to taste. Some of the chefs that are out there have just create just created just like truly magical menus for our clients, and so like. You know, honestly, if you can get something that's like kind of circling back here, if you can get something that's in season, it just makes such a huge difference. How many of you have had a strawberry that should not have been on my on your plate? Like that thing has got like red dye in it to make it red because it's not fresh. It's not in season. It's like it's like tomatoes. Tomatoes are a thing. This is why I don't like raw tomatoes. I'm going to tell you this right now. They're so chalky half the time. They feel really mealy. They feel really, really gross. When you have a fresh tomato off, I, my eyes are closed right now, guys. <laughs> a fresh tomato off of the vine. It's been warmed by the sun. I'm just saying. I just yeah. can't. I, I can't. I've been spoiled. Rhymes with schmiddly. <laughs> Rhymes with with schmlorence. <laughs> Shrushetta. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, you know what? I still can't to this day have a mojito anywhere else because I had them in Cuba where we were driving through mint fields, grabbing right. mint with like out the window and putting it into so good. You know, like I can't eat it anywhere or drink right? it anywhere else. It's just mint and right mint in Cuba. Like you try and have mint in my backyard, not the same. Yeah, not the, not same. the same. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but that brings me to another point: is that if you're um, considering a menu. Uh, for sustainability, uh, obviously meat is probably not one and fishing is probably not one that you want to put into mm-hmm. there. So you should, you could consider a more plant-based or plant-forward menu for sure. if you wanted sure. to go on that route. Um, and, you know, there's some awesome caterers and restaurants here that can uh, definitely accommodate that. accommodate that. Yeah, but if you're going to be looking at more plant-based and reducing your greenhouse emissions by not serving beef or like maybe you're not having farm salmon um, or you're considering maybe like organic eggs instead, like that is mm-hmm. all the questions that you could ask your caterers and say, this is important to me. I want to have more of a, like a plant-based menu. What do you have available for me? Exactly. So that is yeah, a way you can sure. reduce it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the next one is, and we kind of touched on it a little bit with the flowers, but is the, like where your flowers are coming from. So for those of you that don't know, um, 
eucalyptus is considered an exotic green. <laughs> um, there are a lot of plants. Uh, there's a roses are not totally local to Vancouver. <laughs> I mean, they are, but they're not. So there's a lot, a lot of the plants and the florals and the greens that are incorporated in your, your arrangements, your bouquets, they're not necessarily from this region. They've been imported from Asia, from Europe, um, South America, like they come from all over the world. So the fact that we're able to use those, like we're so mm -hmm. lucky, but uh, you know, if you really are concerned about being sustainable, consider working with a local florist that grows their own florals. Like we actually work with a few right off the hop, um, is it Fox and the Flowers in Squamish? Um, Erin, she grows her own plant, grows all of her own flowers. Um, Carly, mm -hmm. wild rabbit floral or florist flowers. Oh God, sorry. Carly. Wild, wild rabbit. Wild rabbit. Yeah. That's all I know her as Wild Rabbit. <laughs> She's yeah. a florist in, um, um, sorry, Hope area, yeah. which is like the other side, Chilliwack Hope area there. Again, she grows all of her own florals and she does some incredible pieces. Yeah. And it's so cool to be like, yeah, this was in my, this was in my backyard like yesterday. And now yeah. it's in your, now it's in your bouquet. And I just think there's something a little bit more lovely and a little more romantic about the fact that mm -hmm. it's like super fresh flowers um, cause how many of you have bought roses from Costco and they died the next day and you're like, how the hell does this happen? And it's like, well, cause those yeah. roses are like a thousand days old <laughs> yes. they're on their last legs, you <laughs> know? So yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. exactly. So like talk to your florist or try and find a florist that actually like there, and there's quite a few of them in Vancouver. We're very lucky because we do have a very mild climate for the most part. Um, but <laughs> there are a lot of florists that you, that can probably accommodate this or at least go within like the, the BC region or like as, you know, as much as possible, but, um, definitely something to think of. And also when they are building your, your arrangements or building your bouquets or anything like that, see what they use for, um, the actual structure of your arrangement. So there's, um, without getting like too technical for you guys, sometimes they'll use like the little the oasis which is that green spongy stuff you throw it in water and it's great because it holds all your florals in place but you can't recycle it so it's not very environmentally friendly a lot of florists are trying to get away from that sometimes what they'll do is they'll use like um chicken wire which is you know which is it allows you a little bit of structure within your vase for example if you're doing like a big beautiful arrangement so it means that the florals will stay upright when you wedge them in there but it is a wire you can reuse it, but you can't necessarily throw it away. I mean, you can, but, you know, we're trying to avoid that. Um, <laughs> or using, like, tape, for example. Or, yeah, there's just – there's just I, I follow this one florist actually on Instagram, and she uses, like, branches inside as a way to help mm. keep the flowers – yeah, like, it, people – like, yeah. some of the florists are getting so, so creative because there is a lot of waste in flora, floristry, in floral arts, all that stuff. So, you know, if that's something that's really concerning you and you want to be a little bit, you know, you want to be mindful of that, ask your florist, like, what do you guys use? How are you planning on making this? Mm -hmm. If they're going to have to use something like crazy structural, then be like, well, then I need to change what my arrangement's going to look like because I don't want you guys to be using Oasis or as, you know, as least as possible. So, yeah questions like that you can just certainly ask them and just see what they can come up with and yeah like um, a garland. it's an opportunity for them to to get like creative you know yeah actually yeah if you want a garland you have to consider that the florists have to sew a garland together typically using a wire Usually which wire. thus creates the garland to not be an organic 
bin piece. So you like at the end, you actually have to throw out the garland, not throw it in the organics like you normally would. So unless, unless you're prepared to sit there for two hours and unweave yeah, it and pull the <laughs> wire out, right? So yeah, you got to find either like I would go with a loose garland where we just lay the greens flat onto the mm-hmm. table, or have if you're going to have a cascading garland of some kind, maybe come up with some kind of organic wiring or ask mm-hmm. your florist. But yeah, that is a. It's beautiful, but it's not the best to recycle after because we can't. Yeah, it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a little tricky, right? So, I mean, you've got these beautiful arrangements. You've used them multiple times throughout your day, and then at the end of the night, you're like, "Well, now what do I do with it?" So, we'll talk yeah. about that a little later down. But just something to remember. <laughs> um, another component that you can think of is that, like, say you are getting married an hour outside of the city, and everybody lives in the city. Uh, you could shuttle everybody in. So instead of you know sending out twenty cars, you can just send out maybe two limo buses. So that just reduces mm-hmm. the amount of emission going into the air. And it also gets everybody to your wedding on time, which is, you know, ultimately the goal that you want, right? And who doesn't want a free ride somewhere, right? So funny. <laughs> I was always writing this down. I was like, a shuttle to save the world. Are you kidding? I just need you people on time. Like, I can't <laughs> trust you. <laughs> so true. Like, you're going to get lost and we're in like this middle oh, of the road. Like, oh, Jesus, just get on the bus and we'll get you yeah. there. <laughs> there's a reason they shuttle the seniors to the casino so they don't get lost <laughs> seriously oh my yeah. god yeah totally yeah. oh my goodness that's so funny um okay so i guess we'll kind of finish off with here on some tips that we think would be really helpful to kind of getting you towards a more sustainable wedding so um the first one is and i kind of touched on it a little bit but it's your florals so yay you've had them for your wedding yes you've used them many times um Maybe they can't necessarily be, uh, you know, broken apart or they're just really beautiful. You're like, well, what do I do with them after? If there's something that you can be reusing again, how about donating them? This is something that we we do all the time as much as we can is, you know, let's donate them to uh, an old folks home or let's donate them to a hospital wing if you've got a you know, family member that may be connected with that or um, women's shelter or like wherever your heart's desire, like think of a place where you can donate it just so you can not only share the love, but also mm-hmm. give a second life to these florals. Um, there is another, there's a few companies in the States I know. Um, I'm not sure if this is in Vancouver and maybe this is another opportunity for us uh, <laughs> is to pair up with another bride. So I know some brides have done this like just on their own, but they're like, mm-hmm. okay, listen, I'm getting married on a Saturday. You're getting married on a Sunday. We both want white roses. Why the hell are we just not sharing the roses? Yeah. So bride on day one gets the roses, gets them. And, you know, if it's the same florist, maybe the florist can, like, rearrange them a little bit. Yeah. Just bride on day two is, like, cool. You'd never know they were used yesterday. And they're in pristine condition. And then you can use them again. Like, that is a smart way of reusing your florals. Yeah. It only works, though, if the palette's the same. It only yeah. works if it's, like, back-to-back, <laughs> yeah. like Saturday, Sunday. Um, Names even in the same venue. <laughs> well, if it's in the same venue, it's even better. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, like, I mean, it kind of defeats the purpose if you're bringing it from Vancouver to Chilliwack. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to, you know, yeah. reuse as much as you can, right? So just, just an idea. <laughs> yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um. Another one is a company we talked about it earlier is that make sure you have water stations instead of water bottles. Um, You know, people are thirsty and water stations are important. You don't want them like either buying up a bunch of water bottles or, you know, standing under the sink, Mm -hmm. (laughs) chugging water. People remember when they're thirsty and when they're hungry. So don't be that victim. Okay. Yes, totally. (laughs) Don't be the water victim. (laughs) Don't be the water victim. Uh, another component um another thing to consider is 
your centerpieces. Now, centerpieces are probably one of the biggest ways next to fla- uh, next to food. Mm-hmm. So, of course, centerpieces are beautiful, but they are super duper wasteful. So, there are ways that you can get around it. One of them is that obviously you can donate them. I've had centerpieces last for like two to three weeks when you've donated them to old folks' homes and then they, or you know, to hospitals because then they can continue to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to work with the florist to find a way to get the florals out of the vase because the vase is not up for donation, but the flowers are. So <laughs> over the few years, we have found creative ways. My favorite is a takeout box because they're already made of recycled material and you can usually pop the flowers right in there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. That works. Uh, But you can also do centerpieces that are already planted or can be Mm -hmm. replanted. So Mm -hmm. I know we did a wedding a long time ago where um, the bride, I guess, planted a bunch of wildflowers. And so all of the planters were filled with wildflowers. So the planters literally just went on the table and then they were taken off and then put back onto her property. (laughs) So that's cool. Yeah. um, That's so cool. I don't think you remember it. It was um, that Tawasin wedding with the barbecue. um, Yes, I totally do. Yeah. um, And our favorite barbecue was working, Keanu. Oh, Keanu. (laughs) How is he? I wonder. Um, He's probably like on some boat living without shoes. He's living living his best John Wick life, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, She was actually, it's funny you say that. She was the bride that really, I feel like, spearheaded a lot of the stuff that we did at the the butler. Like, she made it possible for us to do a lot of things because she asked for it. And we're like, yes, oh my gosh, let's make this happen. So this bride... um, she got married a few years ago. She got married actually at Earthwise. Oh, right. I don't know the official title, but it's uh, it's a Earthwise working, Society. I think. Thank you, Earthwise yeah. Society. It's like a working garden kind of area in uh, in Tuasin area, mm-hmm. and um, she loved the idea because it's everything is all natural. It's like you know everything is garden. It's very lush. It's very very pretty. We had mm-hmm. a tent set up outside, but she was the one that was like, I want to make sure that we're using that we're having like you know tea. Like, how are you making the iced tea? Well, it's like handmade with tea bags the tea is recycled the bags are recycled it's it's created in you know these glass vessels we're serving it with glass cups Mm -hmm. um you know she was really really cognizant about making sure that we weren't like wasting a lot of stuff we were recycling everything composting everything that we could um that's really cool about the centerpieces I think I remember that she was so she was you know her centerpieces just were replanted afterwards I think is really cool so so, and that was, oh my God, when you first started working in like, yeah, while right? back. So yeah. for like a long, you know, and that was six, six years ago. So how many seasons ago was that? You know, when you think about people are, I know, uh, <laughs> when you think about people are, are asking for that stuff and every year they're asking more and they're asking more. And I think that's really cool. So I think we just need to be listening to what people are asking for us and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of help keep us accountable a little bit too you know so we're not like yeah. the wild west when it comes to events <laughs> and the, <laughs> the things that we do yes um, <laughs> another another thing for the centerpieces too is reusing them so you know mm-hmm. of course facebook marketplace is a perfect example of getting you know passing along your your you know the cylinder vases or any of those things like that like people do that all the time but we've done weddings where the the girls or our brides are like yeah my friend used it and my other friend used it and then yeah. i'll be the third bride and my other friend is going to use it after me and you're like holy crap that's amazing that <laughs> one thing has been used so many times it's not going back you know wherever so I think that's really cool. Cool. It is cool. Really, really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, and then to touch base on that is that instead of buying 
your items, consider Mm. renting them because, um, you know, we talked about it on episode 38 with Alex, the past pieces. And she explains that when you are renting an item, you're not putting out any more waste because she's already has the item. She already has paid for it. Um, the great, a great example is the peacock chair. So peacock chair is super big boho, put some pampas on it. Hope people go nuts. Right. (laughs) Now to buy those is anywhere from 600 to a thousand dollars on Wayfair on Facebook marketplace. Like these things are not easy to find. You can rent hers for just over a hundred dollars and then give it back. Right. So, and she takes care of it and maintains it. Right. It's, um, you know, and that way you've rented the item, you've helped support a small business, but you've also, um, save the earth a little bit by renting because you're not buying a new product. You're just borrowing it because you only exactly. need it for one day. Right. Yeah. So that is a great way to do it is by renting something. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing too, again, along those lines is reusing items like candles. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm not notorious for this, but this is something that I personally believe in and I I do do as well. And I dare anybody to come at me and be like, how dare you reuse a candle? Because I'm going to be like, listen, this Ikea candle or wherever I got this candle from has 52 million hours of life in it. Your wedding is six hours. I am most definitely going to be using this candle until I can no longer, until it's no longer usable because like, why? What a, what a waste. I've seen some, oh my gosh, I saw this one wedding planner. She went out into some back alley and was throwing out like thousands of oh, so many of these glass, like pillar candles in these glass vases. Like, Oh my God, look at all of that waste. And I know she's doing it like ceremoniously, like goodbye season. And I'm like, look at all the candles that you're throwing away. Please leave so I can steal them. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know? So, and I've seen brides do that on Facebook marketplace. I keep kind of going back to that. Cause that's the kind of the big place to do it or Craigslist or any of those where brides are like, Hey, like I bought these amazing pillar candles. I had them all down my table. They've got, you know, they're 50 hour candles. I only use them for eight. Can I please yeah. sell them again to somebody else who can, you could get three more uses out of them. Yeah. Why the heck wouldn't you do that? Right. So well, that's the look too. like the pillar candle when it's lit, when it's yeah. melted, that's what people want. That's I what bought, want. that's what they want. Yeah. I literally have battery powered operated ones in my house, pillar candles that are look to be melted. <laughs> it's just, it's right. an aesthetic. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like, as soon as you light them, nobody's going to know. Nobody's Nobody will know. Nobody's going to know. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's going to know, right? Gotcha. So, um, um, consider your dress and suit and you can get it on consignment or you can um, rent. So let me rephrase that. Um, with your dress, you can consider, um, I don't know what it's called, but I, and we've talked about this before, is that Pure Magnolia takes brides' dresses that have already been worn and they remake it. So they make a new dress with the materials. Um, so you are getting a secondhand dress, but you are not at the same time. You're getting a brand new garment. The garment was worn for 12 hours for a day and it was altered to that person. And then they brought it back to the store and then it's being made into a whole new dress for you. So you are being sustainable and mindful, but you're still getting a new product from a, you know, in a, the sense of fashion, you're still being on trend, right? And you're still right. getting the things that you want. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then um, to the other side of it, suit rentals are very common for men because, you know, half the men do not own suits. So they, uh, it's just easier to slap them in one that's already cleaned and, and they, they, yeah, they, they give you everything but the underwear, shoes, socks, pins, um, you know, 
the tie, the, the vest, anything guys, you need. Oh, bless our little hearts. Guys are so easy. Girls, it's always a little bit trickier. But yeah, I mean, you could certainly, I think with the dresses, I think going like consignment, if that's your jam, I think mm-hmm. it's great. Uh, there's a lot of secondhand stores or areas within the shop that are secondhand, meaning that the dress as it's not a rental dress, like you are buying that dress, but it has been gently used. You can certainly modify that dress so that it fits you. I think another really sweet thing that I'm seeing a lot lately is um, family dresses. So Mm -hmm. it might be mom's dress or grandma's dress or aunt's dress or somebody, you know, somebody in the family that they're like, I, you know, I'd like to be able to wear it. And they've modified the dress so that it's modern or it fits the bride now, but it's like, it was, it was an upcycled wedding dress. Like somebody else wore it. So I think that's really, really sweet. I think there's a little bit of history to that too. I think that's really cool. Oh, my sister Mariah has already claimed my dress. Like it's the only reason I haven't thrown it out. I should really just give it to her. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. I have it preserved in a box, but she's claimed it. She's like that. That's my dress. I want that dress. Oh, (laughs) all right. Well, it's yours. I don't know if it's going to be outdated, but it it could be rejigged to be not outdated. I'm telling you, like the dresses that I have seen them redo, I'm just like, that is like peak 80s. Ariel, Little Mermaid, boofy (laughs) sleeves, like the 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 weird like headpiece crown tiara with the headpiece, with like the giant puff in the back. Oh man, it was gnarly. It was some gnarly stuff. And people are taking those and being like, "Look how much fabric is in this dress." There's a lot of material. Yes, I'm like, I can do two dresses out of this thing. And so some people are two dresses and a flower girl dress. There is so much tool in this dress. So much, so much. Yeah. So the next thing is ethical jewelry now I know this is like this is kind of one of those like you are or you're not like it's a very yes or no thing um one of them is one of the things that I came across was going antique and so you could do like antique diamonds or you could do a family ring you could do anything like that now maybe it's just because I'm like highly superstitious but I feel like there's always something a little bit dodge about using somebody else's engagement ring mostly because of like juju (laughs) so what you could do is if you decided you found a ring or a stone that you liked you could always just re like take that stone and put it into like another band or you could melt the gold down and just recreate a whole new ring like there's a few things you could kind of do if you're feeling really like throwing you know your if you're caution feeling ambitious yes. if you're throwing caution to the wind and you're like no i love this antique ring and you're like well i'm pretty sure i saw an episode of american horror story but like let's make it happen <laughs> you could always do that too um another thing you could always think about is you don't have to go with diamonds and one of we, we did an episode a million miles back and we were talking about like why diamonds were the engagement ring and it really was just came down to a marketing campaign and mm-hmm. as much as as we love diamonds and they are very elegant and they are like the symbol of an engagement ring you don't have to do that you could go with a, you know a, a sapphire you could go with an emerald a ruby you could go with any other stone you could do um moissanite is actually like the alternative to the diamond it is Mm -hmm. lab grown so it is ethically it's an ethical diamond Mm -hmm. Um, same with lab diamonds as well like I'm I mine is actually a lab diamond and you would never know the difference we actually had it checked when um when you know when we got it just because we're getting it appraised and yeah like it's it's the quality of the diamond is amazing and it's a lab grown which means it's not um it's not a uh conflict diamond because let's be real we don't really know where a lot of the stones come from and so if that's something that's really really important to you to know the provenience of your stones like go with a lab go with something like that so there are other options that you can do 
a friend of ours actually just got engaged. She doesn't have stones at all in her ring, right? Like her ring is actually all just like symbols within her ring. Um, so then- that's what I thought, but she actually okay. explained it to me. No, so he bought her that ring to like propose to her, but he oh, they were said traveling. they're going to get the big ring. Um, oh, I see. Okay. And she she was funny with me because she's like, um, she's like, I shouldn't want the big ring, but I fucking want the big ring. Yes, you do want the big ring. There's yeah. no shame. So I, I, I sent her a few recommendations. I was like, oh, there's this place and there's this place. Yeah. You could try this place as well. Yeah. And this um, funny enough, well. though, I actually bought myself a costume jewelry ring from Pandora to travel to Mexico with because I didn't want to take my wedding ring there. And honestly, you would not be able to tell the difference that it Can't wasn't a wedding it. ring. I bought it for 200 bucks. The thing was sparkly as can be. It looked like a big piece and it was costume jewelry I didn't care if I lost it I would give a crap if I lost my real ring but that would be um, really bad that would be really bad that'd be bad yeah um so I, was, I, tell, I have a lot of friends that I actually had to buy engagement rings when they were working because they were like mm-hmm. we were just getting accosted so much to the point where they're like I have to fake my husband yes <laughs> and <laughs> so they would do like engagement fake engagement you can get some really 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 nice ones oh yeah um I mean you know the 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 Tradition behind the diamond and all of that sort of stuff. Like, of course, you do you. You do whatever you want. I mean, as we're sitting here talking about, like, go lab, go alternative. And we're like, ring, diamond rings. We're wearing them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like, do whatever's going to make the most sense for you. I've seen some really beautiful, um, what was that? It was a purple, it was a purple stone. Remember the wedding that we did a few years ago? It was amethyst, wasn't it? And yeah, it that's was my birthstone. That's why I know it. Gorgeous. That's right. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. amethyst. Yeah, purple, mm-hmm. and it was so beautiful, and it fit her perfectly. Like it just, oh, yeah. it was just like it was her ring. And so, you guys yeah. can get a little bit creative. It doesn't have to be the the diamond. It doesn't have to be the diamond. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another kind of tip that we have is your stationery. So you know, um, stationery can be pretty wasteful in general, I think, uh, there's a lot of paper that goes into making, you know, this invitation. So, um, one way to get around it is you can make your invitation, just an envelope and one piece of paper, which then you make your RSVP digital so that everything lives on a digital platform, which is less paper, less, you know, waste kind of coming back to you. Uh, another way that I've seen is that, um, a lot of paper can come with wildflowers that are actually into the paper. I've seen these on guest favors where mm-hmm. it's like, watch our love grow. <laughs> While it's super cheesy. I think I'm just saying cool. wedding planners and romantics, very different beings. Okay. <laughs> we want to make sure that you get your chicken on time. We don't give a shit about you. <laughs> God. Okay, like I am a romantic, but every time I see those, I'm like, that's just gonna end up on the floor by the end of the night. <laughs> that's all yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea. I like the idea of the like the planted um, stationery. Like if you're getting an if you're getting an invitation, like what do you do with your invitation after? Mm-hmm. Unless you're weird like me and you save them all. <laughs> I have saved a few of them. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> They're cute. We it's for us for work because we need to show everybody what work it looks related. like. Everything I say is work related. Yes, yeah, that's of course. Keep myself. That's how we write it <laughs> off, you know. <laughs> we need uh, yeah so uh again continuing with the stationery is that you can do email invites if you really want to stay green you can do it all online uh i do know that um you can do i believe it's minted where and i know paperless post does this as well is that you can have a digital 
email or a digital invitation, but you can print like 10 of them or however many you want. So if you have right. the older guests that don't necessarily want the emails, then you can yeah. send them the real copy. But, you know, for friends your age, if you got an email invite, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll RSVP via the email, right? I can find yeah. the email. I can't always find the invitation that you sent me. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. Keep the email invites – as I was writing that, I was a little like, ooh, there are some people that are still going to want the hard, the hard copy. Of course. Yeah. But I think, and especially if you were getting married with like a really tight window, email invites are the way to go. Unless you plan on driving all over to give people, hand people their, their invitations, which you can also do. Is it yeah. sustainable? I don't know. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you can do like, you can print 10% of your invitations versus all 100% of your invitations, which is a way that you kind of save on, on outputting materials into the world. Um, which, yeah. And then the other kind of thing too is kind of staying on the digital platform is that you can have a wedding website, which is kind of linked to the RSVP. So if you send, um, you know, a paper invite out and then you get um, the RSVP back, it can go right into the wedding website where all the information is then available for your guests to figure out. Usually it's things like parking and timing. And if things are changing on the day, they can mm -hmm. go to the website. And if they start texting you on your wedding day, be like, here is the mother effing website. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? What did I say? It's on the website. Website. Everything is there on the website. <laughs> you have any issues? Website. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Um, and the last one is um, name cards. So if you are having a plated dinner, this if you're doing a buffet dinner, you don't have to worry about name cards personally. I mean, as long as you have people assigned to a table, they can sit really wherever they want. If you're doing a plated dinner, people need to have an assigned seat at an assigned table. Otherwise, no, it's going to be dealer's choice when <laughs> the servers come out with your food. You may not get what you ordered. So how can you do something that's a little bit more and sustainable. Um, usually you're going to write it on a piece of paper. I've actually seen where some people have done them on leaves, which I think is actually very cool. Um, and again, the leaves are just, they're compostable after. So it's one thing, you know, less that you, I mean, you can kind of compost the paper too, but I think mm -hmm. the leaves are kind of a little bit, a little nicer. Same with the, um, I mean, if you really wanted to stay in, uh, in theme with the plantable seeds embedded in the paper you could always do that as well if that's like your favorite too so um so yeah I mean I think the name cards and your menu card as well like people will do like I love the idea of adding on the menu when it comes to like the overall design for plated yeah. dinner for a plated dinner sure you could you could do one main one for the table just so that people know what to expect if it's mm -hmm. a buffet you don't necessarily need to do that just have one at the buffet and people mm -hmm. or they can just use their eyes and see what's on the table <laughs> Necessarily, you don't necessarily right? use your eyes. Is it potato? It's potato. <laughs> oh, damn, that's a potato. <laughs> Broccoli. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> is it the most delicious bass fish you've ever had? It is. Oh my God, I still yes, think about is. that fish. Dang, that oh, was yeah, good. it was good. It was all the cream. Wow, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, um, and then the last one we kind of talked about this a little bit is some places will donate food on your behalf. I wouldn't say that the hot food is typically donated, but I think the desserts and sometimes even like, um, say for example, you had a late night snack and you did pizza, you could possibly assign someone to take those pizzas to the downtown east side or whatever yeah, that may look like. 
tricky. It's tough, to you know, like yeah. it's tough because if you don't work in the food industry and you just see all the amount of waste that happened, it's mm-hmm. like mind blowing. Like how, how dare we throw mm-hmm. this food out? And yeah. a friend of mine, actually a guy I went to high school with him and his wife, she, they're still in their wedding gear. Like they basically after dinner went down to the downtown East side and were handing out the food to people. And they were, she was scooping it out into plates and giving it to everyone. I was like, wow, that's like really, really sweet. Then I started working in the food industry and my, the chefs were just like, Oh my God, that is like a liability waiting to happen. Like, yeah. And so it's hard to wrap your brain around what is going to be safe for the public and what is a liability, but what is also like not wasteful. So I think if anything, it's kind of a gun coming back to like your chef and your catering company and whoever's providing the food and being like, what do you do with the leftover food? What, like what happens to it? Do you throw it out? Do you reuse it? Do you give it away? Like what's going on with that? So, um, or you know what, if like, if leftover food is really a big concern for you, I would consider having a plated dinner versus a buffet because the buffet is like to please and feed the masses, right? Where plated dinner can be more controlled. Totally. you know, it's like going to dinner, like at a restaurant. Yeah. So I think like if it's really a big issue for you, then I would move towards a plated. You might get mm-hmm. some people that are like a little annoyed that they're not getting like, oh, the buffet, but it's also like an elegant event mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be enjoying like the plated dinner, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. That's and so maybe true. go ham on the pastries because the pastries are easily giveaway. Like you can give those away at the end. People will pocket pastries and donuts and cake, take it home, like have a little to go thing. Um, I know uh, our bride, Sam, she had like the takeout containers with like the little snacks for on the way home. Like people will oh, take yeah. things like that, like the the dry goods, like the canned goods kind of thing, right? Like yeah, stuff no, absolutely. in the pantry can go because it's not going to, you know, be affected by heat or it's not going to go in the danger zone. Oh, yes. The There's like a red zone. line and it's yes. through the danger zone also. That temperature of the danger zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who here has their food safe? Level one. Raise your hand. You, yes, you would know this red line of danger zone. So, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of our little deep dive on sustainable weddings. Um, there's some really cool trends that are out right now that, that you can make your wedding even more sustainable, I would check out Pinterest because it's, you know, just filled. Um, my friend Trish sent me one today where instead of like throwing rice, it's confetti cannons, but the confetti has um, wildflower seeds in them. So when mm-hmm. you're like popping them, it goes all over the ground and then yeah. it'll eventually grow wildflowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some, they've got some really cool things that are, that are going on right now. So yeah, I think if you just do a very, very light search, I, I just, I, a lot actually came up, which I was very pleasantly surprised and encouraged by. So I think there's a lot of different resources that are out there. If you're looking for inspiration, looking for ideas, certainly talk to your, like your wedding planner. I'm sure that they would probably have some ideas as well. Um, yeah, there's, there's Oh my gosh. I just realized one we totally missed is that if you don't want to do real flowers, you can do dried flowers because dried flowers can last forever. That's so true. <laughs> yes. yes. And they look awesome. Three years old. Okay. I know. The eucalyptus that's in my kitchen, it's old. Shannon yes. has some eucalyptus. She should probably restart, return it back to nature because that thing is looking a little limp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, uh, dried flowers are a major trend right now. So you can mm-hmm. find, like, you know, dry florals and then you can keep them forever, you know, even silk flowers. But that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we hope you learned a little something. I know I sure did about sustainability. Yes. <laughs> and um, moving forward in 2022, we hope to practice a little bit more of these things with our clients and uh, within our own events. So, yeah. Um, we'll have another episode for you guys next week. And until then, 
Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.